بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. Allah tells us in Surah Al-Mutaffifin, which when you just look at the name of the surah, when you look at the uh, the opening ayahs of the surah, there there's a very uh, there's a very heavy message from the beginning. There are only two surahs in the entire Qur'an. As we know, we have 114 surahs in the Qur'an. Only two of them start with the term wail. Wail. Wail can be understood as, like, it may be translated as, you know, woe to a person. W-O-E, like, woe be unto me, that type of woe. Not woe as in like, whoa, that was amazing. Woe as in like, watch out, this is a serious warning. Um... Of course, it doesn't still capture the, the 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 spice. It doesn't capture the flavor. It doesn't capture the heat of uh, of the term. Whale is it's a very severe warning. The type of warning that you would you know may Allah protect all of us that you would yell if someone if they have their headphones in and they're crossing the street and they don't see a bus coming. Like you don't just passively say like excuse me sir would you please take out your headphones so I can. If you can't get to them physically, then you're going to yell as, as loudly as you can because if they don't listen to you in that very moment, there are going to be severe consequences. So this is the feeling of wail. That's one part of it. Another part of it, wail is a, is a specific valley in hellfire and we ask Allah to protect us from it. And in reality, this, these two understandings, they don't conflict. The warning is in regards to the punishment. So if a person does not take heed from the warning, then the consequences will basically be that punishment. Again, we ask Allah to protect all of us. There are only two surahs in the Qur'an that begin with this term wail, and both of them specifically have to do with the potential that the uh, a potential ways that wealth can corrupt the heart of the person. Wailun lil mutafifin, surah al-mutafifin, and wailun li kulli humazat al-lumazat alladhi jama'a malan wa So, Allah is warning us that we need to be very careful when it comes to these topics, these types of things, because if we don't take heed of the warning, then there can and there will be severe consequences. Regarding Surah Al-Mutafifin specifically, so you notice from the very beginning, there's a very heavy tone to the surah, right? There, there, there's this weight right from the beginning, wailun lil-mutafifin. This is a very strong warning to people who mess around when doing business and they're cheating people intentionally. A very simple example, it may not be very practical, but a very simple example is like someone, they're, they're buying uh, uh, like fool's gold and then they're trying to sell it as if it's real. They're cheating people, they know they're cheating people and they couldn't care less. Or back in the day, people, you know, they had these scales, now there are different types of scales, but if somebody were to somehow mess with it to cheat people and, and to take advantage of people. Right? So Allah is saying this is a very, very, very serious and severe warning to people who are going and messing around and doing those types of things. So it starts off with a very staunch warning. So at the beginning of the surah, there's this, this really heavy warning. But then it transitions as the Qur'an normally does. So there's the worst case scenario and then there's the best case scenario. Regarding the best case scenario, it's interesting. Allah says, إِنَّ الْأَبْرَارَ لَفِي نَعِيمَ عَلَى الْأَرَائِكِ يَنْظُرُونَ تَعْرِفُ فِي وُجُوهِهِمْ نَظْرَةَ النَّعِيمَ I want to tie this in briefly with the Prophet wasallam. Allah describes the people, so you have like the worst situation. And these are people who constantly and consistently cheat in business 
And Allah says that their like their fate is sealed. Marhum. Like it's not, you know, back in the, the, the early two thousands, I don't know if anybody can relate to this, their throwback NBA jerseys, jerseys in general, but especially throwback NBA jerseys were very popular. And you had the replica jerseys that were screen printed, but then you had the the, the swingman jersey with Nike or the authentic jersey. It wasn't just the numbers and the names were screen printed, they were stitched on. And those were more valuable. So when Allah is saying marqum, it's not just, they didn't just make a mistake here and there and they realized it and then they fixed it. And No, no, these are people, they sealed their own fate because that was how they did things. That's the, 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 the negative side of things. Regarding the, the positive side of things, Allah uses the same term marqum, their fate is sealed because, because they were on the opposite side of the spectrum. They were doing good, they were honest in business, they had the integrity, they, they lived their iman. It was more than just theory, it was also practice. And whereas one of the most difficult places for a person to actually be honest and have integrity, so on and so forth, is in the workplace, right? Is, is in the marketplace, specifically when it comes to doing business. Regarding these people, Allah says, Inna So Allah, the, the, the overall, the overarching topic is, uh, is business, but then here Allah says these are righteous people. So it's automatically understood they're righteous when it comes to business. Allah says that these people, they will be in absolute bliss. Sitting on couches, looking around, they're just, they're, they're in amazement. They're so amazed by being in Jannah. And then the specific point that I want to get to, and I'll conclude with this, تَعْرِفُ فِي وُجُوهِهِمْ نَظْرَةَ Allah describes their faces. SubhanAllah, may Allah give us those faces in this life and the next. And I want to connect this with the Prophet, because when the Prophet arrived in Medina sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah, so, sorry, regarding this point in Jannah, Allah says that you can see in their faces how happy they are, how, how much bliss they're in. Allah describes their faces specifically. When the Prophet arrived in Medina sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Abdullah bin Salam, who at the time was a rabbi, but he, he, was, he knew what signs to look for in the coming prophet. They were expecting a prophet, and they knew that a prophet was to come. And he would say later, as soon as I saw the face of the prophet, I knew he didn't have the face of a liar. Just by seeing him, I was impacted. Just by seeing his face, I knew that he was an honest person. What's the description in Surah Yusuf regarding Prophet Yusuf? When he enters jail, and then also, so at the lowest of the low, and then also when he's at the height of his power, the same description is given by different people. SubhanAllah, we see you as a good person. He enters jail, and those two men enter jail with him, and they go to him, and they, they say that, like, we just, we see who, you just look like an honest person. And then later on when his brothers are communicating with him, when now he has position and power, not knowing it's him, this is before they know it's him, they tell him the same thing. You look like an honest person. You look like someone who can be trusted. So we ask Allah to illuminate our faces in this life and the next. And what's a key way that we can do that? Integrity when it comes to finances. We ask Allah for that. We ask Allah to guide us and forgive us. We ask Allah to protect us and to give us nur in our faces in this life and the next.